Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Umar Ahmed, IFL TV MTK Global, we're in New York City. Just seen Anthony Joshua destroy the pads of uh, trainer Rob McCracken. He's unleashed in New York. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, he was hitting the pads hard, wasn't he? Uh, I think that he wants to make a big statement on, on Saturday night. Uh, you know, he's... He's obviously seen what Deontay Wilder did in Brooklyn a couple of weeks ago. And look, you know, all the talk is that he wants Wilder next. So the big American debut, first impressions, got to be dramatic, I think. Uh, you know, Andy Ruiz Jr., people are looking past him, people are writing him off. But you know what? He's, he's tough, he's decent, he's got those fast hands, whether he's got the feet to go with them. But he's going to give everything he can. It's a massive opportunity mm. for him. So I expect him to bring the heat to Joshua uh, fairly quickly. Um, but I think, you know, Joshua's uh, physical, technical advantages, his, his edge in, big edge in power as well. I think that, you know, he'll get the job done. It's just sort of when and, and how much of a statement he can make. I don't think there's, you know, there's not necessarily the pressure to get him rid of Andy Ruiz in a round like Deontay Wilder did with Dominic Brazil. But I think he needs to, to make a... Uh, uh, a, a big showing, uh, have a great performance on Saturday and then um, I'm sure the first thing you'll say after thanking the crowd is Gionto uh, Wilder, mm-hmm. I want you next. Well, let's talk about Wilder, obviously you were there at the Brooklyn, uh, the Barclays Centre rather, uh, when he stopped Brazil in emphatic fashion. What was your reaction around ringside? I mean it was, you know, uh, shockwaves around ringside, the reminder of how hit, how hard Deontay Wilder can hit. Um, I think in all the years I've been at ringside and I, I put that on one hand of the, the brutality of it, you know, I had actually had a half of my headphones off and you, you know, could really, really hear it. And it was a, a devastating knockout. And, and I look, that's what Deontay Wilder can do. And I think he needed that, you know, after the, the, the exciting fights with Luis Ortiz and Tyson Fury, you know, both of them arguably he, he could or should have lost. Um, so he needed that, you know, reminder of why he is you know, the biggest puncher of them all. Um, it's great, haven't they? You know, Tyson Fury's got all the skills, the awkwardness, 
you know, he's so difficult to fight. Deontay Wilder's got the, 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 the raw power and, and Anthony Joshua's got the structure and obviously the huge global appeal too. And, uh, you know, we've got to get them together. Fury and Wilder have fought already. We need them all to fight each other. But I was really buoyed by the fact that Deontay was, was talking about he wants Joshua sooner rather than later. And, and I know Joshua wants Wilder. So it, it's got to happen at some point. It's just when. You say that, but I felt in your interview with Deontay straight after, you did have to push him a bit uh, about Anthony. Do you not feel that? No, I, t I talked off camera to him. I, th I think that he does want the fight. I think that you know he's got a, a huge team around him, Al Heyman, Shelley Finkel and Jay Diaz, who've been with for a long time. And you know they've got a plan and it's a business and they want Deontay to make as much money as possible and maybe they want him to have other fights before Joshua. But I know that Deontay Wilder wants to fight Anthony Joshua. I don't know that Anthony Joshua desperately wants to fight Deontay Wilder. And my advice to the pair of them is uh, that they get in a room and they they make it happen, you know, they um, they take charge of it, the two of them, and they come out of that room and tell everybody else what they want to do. I mean, ultimately, you know, they're going to be protected by the uh, the management teams and, you know, Freddie and Eddie and, and everyone with, with AJ and, and Shelley and and, uh, and and Al and, you know, they've got their jobs to do. They've, they've, they want the best for their, for their fighter and so they should. The fans are clamouring for it, but I think the fighters now want it. So whether it happens this year or next year, I think if the two of them can talk, can get together, uh, I think it will certainly accelerate the process. And uh, I firmly believe I'm, you know, I'm a glass half full type of guy. I'm pretty positive, and I firmly believe that they can get this over the line and done. Certainly, uh, if not the end of this year, next year. Well, I understand John Skipper and Shelley Finkel are meeting some point. That's what I've been told. Yeah. Is it best that Eddie probably stays out of it? <laughs> Look, I'm, you know, I don't know about the, the intricacies of, of what happened when they offered Deontay the, the, uh, the big deal. Um, obviously, they're still talking. Um, you know, Eddie and, and Shelley Finkel don't seem to have a, a great relationship. But look, you know, it may just come down to the fact that the two fighters want this. And, you know, Anthony takes care of uh, his own shows back home. You know, they're his shows and, and Eddie is the promoter. And, you know, ultimately, maybe he takes control of this and says, right, Deontay, let's, let's talk this out. And the others can stay out of the room and we'll come out and, and, and sort of, you know, push it forwards. And obviously they, they need their managers and, and their teams around them to, to make sure that everything's right and they're getting the money they, uh, they all deserve. But come on, there's so much money in this. And if they did two fights or even had a trilogy, you know, I've talked to some of the inner Joshua team and, you know, they're thinking a fight in, a, in Vegas maybe, then a fight at Wembley and possibly a, you know, a rubber match in, in if, if it is one all in, in Africa or Dubai. Wow. I mean, there's so, there's so much they could they could conjure up here. And obviously Tyson Fury wants to, to fight them too, but you know, they've all got their business to take care of. Deontay Wilder has done his in dramatic highlight reel fashion. Now it's over to, to AJ, then it'll be Tyson Fury. But, uh, you know, I believe that, um, that these fights will happen. Um, we don't want Lewis Bow. We don't want a situation no. like Hatton Witter. We don't want that. You know, maybe the Pacquiao took too long to make, five years too late. They could have had three by the time it was made. But I believe that AJ and Wilder will be made within the next year, and I think there'll be two of them as well. Right, okay. In terms of pay-per-view sales, we know it's going to be affected uh, because it's obviously three o'clock, four o'clock in, sure. in the UK. Um, in terms of the replacement opponents going from... Uh, in terms Jerome of Miller to Andrews, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think that will affect it at all? Listen, I think AJ's got a, a big following, and I think that people want to see the American adventure. Would we have preferred it at Wembley at 10 o'clock at night from a box office point of view? <laughs> of course. But you know what? Dillian didn't take the fight for money reasons, ran out of time, whatever. I think the next best thing is that he comes over here 
and uh, you know he, he hits the American market. I've always been a, a believer that Anthony Joshua will go down as well here as he does in Britain. I think that he's a superstar in, 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 in the UK. I think he can become a superstar here. Just you know, just in the first few days here, to see the people coming and and, and being attracted. You know, he's he's got everything. He's got that that magnetism. Mike Tyson had the magnetism in a different way, but AJ's got that appeal. You know, everybody seems to love him. He's good looking. He's charismatic. He's he's a nice guy, and and he's terrific in the ring. So what is there not to like about him? And I think he's got that that global appeal that can really take off. So it's the American adventure. I think many people from back home will tune in for that. But also, you know, it's the world heavyweight title. You know, Andy Ruiz is in many ways a better fighter or better replacement than originally Jarrell Miller was. Jarrell Miller would have talked the talk, but he's not proven like, you know, he's been to New Zealand, Andy Ruiz. He's only lost narrowly to Joseph Barker. Arguably won. Some people Arguably won, won and yeah. probably would have won if it was in America. So I think that, you know, he's... He's got uh, every right to be in the ring. It's a very good replacement. A lot of people in the trade, you know, are looking past the, the fact that he's chubby, the fact that aesthetically he doesn't look the best. Um, he's not big as well. He's, you know, he's got it all to do, Ruiz Jr., but I think he's going to give it a massive go. I think he, he only knows one way, and that is to put the pressure on. I think he's got faster hands than maybe Joshua's seen before in a professional ring. We don't know. Has he got the feet to go with that? Possibly not. Should Joshua retain his titles? Yes, of course. We don't know, it's heavyweight boxing, that's why there is a massive attraction with it and I think we'll get you know, a great viewership even at four in the morning. Mm. Um, yeah, obviously if it was Deontay uh, <laughs> Wilder, Tyson Fury or someone else, of course it's different, but I think Joshua will, uh, will raid each and every time and we're very, uh, we're very um, excited about the prospect, even though it's in America, you look at the card, you look at you know the Champions League, okay, maybe on BT, but ultimately it's Liverpool Spurs. We'll come on to that. <laughs> Everyone's going to watch that, and then you know you just go straight into Tommy Cole, then you got Kelly and Boazzi, and you know a great lineup with Callum Smith and Katie Taylor as well. The undisputed, you know, world lightweight title on the line. It's a fantastic night of sports, culminating in the world heavyweight title, and the guy that we think is the, the king, Anthony Joshua, and you know after the fight. Then you can talk about Deontay Wilder and everything that lies beyond. But he's got business to take care of. And um, every step of Anthony Joshua's professional career is an important one. And it's uh, another mark. And people want to say they watched it all they were there. So just back to the question, in terms of the opponent change, you don't think that will affect pay-per-view sales Not that massively. much? massively. Miller's a, a, a great talker. But you know what? Thank God that you know the Vada testing was in place. There's no place in, in this sport for drugs. He's out. In comes Andy Ruiz Jr. Yes, he's, he's he's not known maybe as he's not he's not sort. You know, he's a nice guy. He doesn't talk himself up quite like Jarrell Miller did, and he's not going to push AJ. He's he's a he's a clean liver. He's a family man. He's very different. You know, Jarrell Miller wanted the hype, and and yeah, would there have been the electricity of of that here this week? Of course, there would have been. So. But I think a lot of people didn't know who Jarrell Miller was. You know, they know who Anthony Joshua is. And if we talk about the casual fans, they're going to be tuning in. Don't you worry about that. Adam, I want to ask you about the show that's been announced from Manchester, I think yeah. July 6th. Yeah. Uh, Akoli Jack Massey, um, Fitzy going up against Brian Rose. Uh, there was another fight announced for that as well. I think they're looking to do Martin Ward, Stephen Smith for that. Hasn't been confirmed. What are your thoughts on this? Eddie's just here, Eddie. Eddie, what have we got July the 6th? We've got Coley. Uh, so you've got Coley against Massey. Fitzy. You've got Felix Cash against Cullen. Yeah. Commonwealth title. And you've got Fitzgerald against Rose. Looking to make uh, Stephen Smith and uh, Martin Ward. Also looking to make, what was the fight? Uh, obviously, Boatsy, if he wins, we'd like him to headline there. Um, and another fight as well. 
Yeah, I'd like Boatsy to get back straight away if we can. Got to get momentum with him. We talked about earlier about getting momentum with Callum Smith as well. Want to see him fight in September. Um, but yeah, listen, it's well, Lewis Ritson on that card. Lewis well. Ritson too. Manchester's yeah. going to be big. We've got the next gen show and then Dillian White in, in July. It's a great period for boxing on both sides of the pond. Yeah, so yeah, thoughts on that show? Yeah, great, fantastic. You know, it's uh, as I said, I like, you know, I'll put pressure on him to get Josh Boatsy on there. Obviously, we need to see what happens on, uh, on, on June the 1st. and. Yeah, let's get let's get Joshua through that, but I think he'll shine, and I like to see him on that alongside a Coley, alongside Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, great show in Manchester. Okay. And he's got Lewis Ritson on, fantastic. Now talking about pay-per-views in the UK, yeah. uh, Kelbrook Amir Khan. I hate to bring it up time and time and again, but it still would be a big fight. Obviously, it's lost a lot of value, um, especially with Khan losing uh, against Terence Crawford. But is that something you guys are still pushing for? I would like to see Kelbrook and Amir Khan fight. Amek Arm and Kelbrook, whichever way around you want to put it, it's still a fight the public want to see. Uh, I'm absolutely convinced about that. You know, there's, there's been two occasions where we've been very close, and on both times, Amir has taken a different turn. Yeah, he fought Canelo, um, which was a step too far, but you know, it was a big payday, it was a massive challenge, and then he took the challenge of fighting one of the best pound for pound fighters in Terence Crawford. You can't criticise fighters for taking huge opportunities. I just personally believe that at both of those times he'd be in better off fighting Kelbrook. Um, and yeah, look, there's, there's, there's a last chance now, I think. I think if it's not done uh, within the next six months, it's never going to happen. So um, I'm still confident that that can be done. Eddie was speaking to them earlier today. Oh, OK. Um, you know, I'm, I'm close to both Amir and Cal, and, and I've told them that, you know, this is the fight that, that still I think we can make. Um, I'd like to see it happen in the autumn. But, you know, if, if one of them loses, um, if Amir loses again, it's over. And if Cal comes back and loses you know I don't know it's 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 a fight that's going away it's going to be a hat and witter in Britain isn't it so I think we've got one more chance to make it happen make it work um, they've got to be sensible about the money and um, yeah I'm still confident that it could happen maybe at, in Manchester or, or something like that for the autumn but um, yeah it's uh, still a long way off just the last one Adam I mean the chance of this are probably slimmer than Calm Brook but uh, talk of watch goes free <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've just been uh, in Italy at Carl's wedding. Um, How was that? Which was fantastic. It was uh, a great occasion. It was lovely. It was very, you know, close family and, and his uh, his old friends there and a few from the boxing world. David Hay, Johnny Nelson, Matt Macklin, and I were there, and it was great. And it's um, yeah, we're we're very close to Carl and. You know, look, he, he loves a bit of banter and uh, he didn't even want George Groves alongside him when we did the, the show at the O2 the other week, but I told him to be civil and he got on and they chatted about being dads and what do we know, they're now doing dinner dinner shows yeah, and uh, a tour together, yeah. so they're going to they're gonna keep this bubbling away. Look, Carl's had his... Uh, his nose done, he's had his uh, his surgery, I'm, I'm sure. I told him when he got up and was giving Gennady Golovkin a stare after the Brook Golovkin fight that he was silly. I told him to sit down. He's made his money, he went out on a high five years ago almost uh, this week uh, for um, for Wembley and, and, and I think that, you know, that he's he doesn't need to. And George Groves has retired at the right time, I think, as well. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure about Froch Groves 3, but uh, I am hopeful about Khan Brook. Um, and I'm hopeful about other big uh, big nights ahead. Uh, not just Anthony Joshua, we've got Dillian White yep. coming through as well. I really want to get the, uh, the the Super Series final after Josh Taylor's dramatic win the other night and Inoue's performance. So, 
Yeah, look, we've got a lot of sitting down to do. Uh, Eddie and I will work through that. Um, but let's get Saturday night out of the way. This is the first box office event of the year, of yes. our calendar year. So uh, we're all excited about it and uh, we all want to drive it and uh, make sure that uh, everybody enjoys it because it's a stacked card and a great night. Adam Smith, appreciate your time on IFL TV. No problem. You didn't ask me about the Liverpool game. Oh, but that's yes, fine. You know what? That's fine. Should we save it? You can save it for another time. We'll but I'll tell Thursday. you what, that's what I'm looking forward to more than the boxing on Saturday night. And I'm being honest there. I'm being honest. Would I rather be in Madrid? Listen, I've never missed a big fight yet. But I'll tell you what, there's part of me. I will be with the Smith brothers watching it at Carragher's Bar, I think. I've got to admit, I never <laughs> thought I'd be saying Liverpool Tottenham would be in the Champions League final. It's amazing. I was in Kiev last year. But look, you know, we've got a job to do and it's Sky Sports box office and we're here for Anthony Joshua. But uh, there's a part of me that wishes that we were in Madrid. <laughs> and as Smith will catch no up in the week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.